and Brian couldn't figure out what the albatrosses had to do with the story, or even what an ancient sea mariner was. It frustrated him that with all of today's technology, they still hadn't taken the time to translate the story into a more modern way of speaking, so he could understand what he was reading. No one else complained about not getting it, so he figured it was just him. Dumb old Brian, once again, not understanding something. Instead of raising his hand and subjecting himself to the ridicule of his classmates for not understanding, he kept quiet and suffered through it in silence. When Mrs. Wayne gave the class a pop quiz, Brian knew he failed it. They didn't grade the quiz in class, but they didn't have to for him to know he hadn't passed it. Out of the five questions they were asked, he knew the answers to none of them. But he knew he got his name right. Although, now that they'd passed their papers forward, he couldn't even recall whether or not he'd remembered to put his name on it. It wouldn't be the first time he'd forgotten to label his paper letting the teacher know which idiot to assign the F to. Brian returned to his locker after class, hoping he wouldn't run into Dominic and the others. He'd been trying unsuccessfully to avoid them since kindergarten. He'd been sick of it since first grade. Luckily, he made it to his locker, switched the English lit book for the history book, and made it to class without incident. The students had to take turns reading sections of the history book out loud. Brian hated it. He wasn't good at reading aloud, which wasn't a surprise to anyone seeing as he wasn't good at anything, except maybe pretending that he didn't hear the snickers and sneers as his classmates laughed at the way he stuttered and stammered while trying to read. They didn't realize that part of the reason he read that way was because they made him nervous. But he pushed through, and was glad the paragraph he had to read was a short one. After history, Brian put the book in his locker and headed to woodworking. He didn't drag his feet about getting there, like he did on his way to his other classes. Shop was the one class he didn't dread. He liked working with the wood. He liked the smell of the lumber, the hum of the lathe, and the feel of the tools in his hand. It was one of only two classes he wasn't flunking. Another reason Brian enjoyed the class so much was that he shared a work table with Carly. He had several classes with her. Woodworking was a class that didn't require students to remain quiet, which meant he and Carly could talk to each other. Could you help me for a minute, Brian? She asked. Sure, he said, putting down the planer he'd been using on his own project, a step stool for his mom to use in the kitchen. She was a short woman who complained about having trouble reaching things in the upper cabinets. He wanted to help her out by making a stool for her to stand on. Plus, he figured it'd be pretty hard to screw up something as simple as a step stool. Although if there was any way to screw it up, Brian would surely find it. I've measured this board three times and have gotten three different numbers, she smiled. Brian took the tape measure from her and measured the board. This close to her, he could smell the scent of her over the aroma of the wood. Mingled together, the two smells produced a wonderful scent. What's it supposed to measure? he asked. I don't really know to tell you the truth. He looked at her. You think I'm stupid, don't you? she asked shyly. No, I'd never think you were stupid, Brian said quietly. 
She smiled at him. Well, I feel stupid. I have no idea what I'm doing. I shouldn't have taken this class. Look at me. Do I look like a carpenter or someone who should even be in a shop class? She held her arms out and waited for Brian to look her over and agree that the girl with the painted nails shouldn't handle tools. You can do it, Brian said, glancing up and down her body quickly. Seriously? The closest I should ever get to wood is if I walk in the forest. I'll help you. Really? He shrugged. Sure. And why not? Even if he made the world's greatest step stool for his mother, his stepfather would most likely bust it into toothpicks during one of his drunken rampages. He had nothing to lose. Besides, it would mean working closely with and talking to Carly. How could he say no to that?